Did you know that you're built to see further down the pathway of your life than your outward man can see? Something eternally glorious is being accomplished in your time of suffering. These times work for us, not against us. When there is no earthly reason to have hope, pure faith can make its presence known. Thanks for joining us on Life Journeys, a podcast about thriving through the worst pain that life brings. With global initiatives threatening big changes to our way of life, we're going to need to activate Jesus' words about mountain-moving faith. Words That Work is the ongoing series on life journeys that is rooted in releasing revelational words of faith that will work every time and with everyone. It's about moving the mountains that keep us from the presence and goodness of God. It's about defining our life purpose and identity through encountering Him. Until we have the power to move the obstacles that are destroying our liberty and hope, the day is gray and rainy. It's the day after Christmas, and my wife and I are physically drained. I'm in the third day of a CFS crash. My wife just got the news that further medical testing is needed. The probability of a false positive is high, so we rest. Yet we feel perched in this place of potential doubt. It's days like this where inspiration seems far off, on the fogged-out horizon. The devil seems to be whispering, Where is your God now? Where is your faith? You have no revelation, do you? But the Word of God is also rising up ever so faintly, but unmistakable. Times where there is no apparent earthly reason to have hope are times when faith can make its presence known. People sometimes blame God for all the suffering in this world. The heroes of faith in Hebrews 11 would say, I see the pain of this world all around me, but this is not my home. I'm just passing through in my search for a better country. I'm seeking a city, a home, a future whose builder and maker is God, not man. You see, there is a place that God made where there is no suffering. It's the place where sin is not allowed. Such faith is only seen in the dark. All that I have trusted in in the past seems fading. I can't depend on my strength or my finances, which are threatened every day in the news. But it's here that genuine faith can be much more easily seen. It may seem faint at the moment, but it's real. It's like the still small voice of God which can cause the mountains to shake and the heavens to fall. That whisper of heaven has the power of the trumpet of God. As I look out the window, the barren tree branches dripping with a cold rain against a gray sky don't define who I am. This is not my home, nor does my body define my life. Around the throne of God is a light. It's so bright that it blinds the world's unbelieving so that they can't see or believe in God. That's scripture. But we can see the Almighty Champion, our Creator and Savior, and an innumerable company of angels and saints surround His throne with a thousand distinct songs of praise and honor as like lightning beams of glory fill us. Us. There are no tears ahead of us, 
No threats of disease, war, or corrupt governments. All the pain has been replaced with vitality and a vigor so great that its least day would be multiplied as thousands of times greater than man's best days on earth. What's happening right now in heaven is a presentation of faith to any man on earth who lives in a palace or a prison cell. It's unwavering. It's the very life breath of every saint whose heart has been given the sight of the Savior. He's no longer on the cross, no longer being defiled by this world's pride and hatred. He holds the saints in the palm of his hand. And he is about to pick up the scroll of man's destiny on the earth and break loose Revelation's seven seals. No longer will the ungodly be able to say, How can your God allow such suffering on the earth? Beneath every sorrow I feel, every news article of corrupt governments and every heartache that this world cries out, there are the everlasting arms of God that are carrying us along to the day of the Lord. This that I feel that seeks to drag me down has an expiration date on it. These are the birth pains of the world. Paul says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and travails in pain together until now. We know that. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. I choose to see this pain as part of the substance of my assurance, which is calling me to the day that it will be vanquished. Until that day, the Spirit Himself is groaning in intercession. My pain and temptation to sorrow is but an indication of coming glory and eternal victory. I'm groaning within to be clothed with immortality. Paul says, For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle is dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven, being burdened that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Jesus said, I counsel you to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that you may be rich and white raiment, that you may be clothed and anointing with eye salve, that you might see. This faith vision declares that our glorious liberty in immortality and triumph is coming. It is the ensign of our transformation into the image of Christ and the announcement of an indestructible life. Every trial is the call to learn to overcome in preparation for our reign with Christ. My hope is not found in Social Security and Medicare. My future is not founded upon my good works nor is my strength and well-being dependent upon my health. Christ is my cornerstone, the very core of my past, present, and future, and He is the wisdom in my earthly uncertainties about who, what, 
and where my life is. Last night was one of the worst nights in a long time. And what follows now in this podcast has come from its depths to lift my soul. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4 that our outward man is perishing. But he also said our inward man is being renewed day by day. Then he said our light affliction is working for us. You see, there is an outward man, our visible body, and also an inward man, which is our spirit mingled with our eternal life. That inward man is being renewed, and it's happening day by day, not just occasionally. This outward man is encountering light afflictions, which eventually will cause us to perish, but they are intended to work for us. There's something eternally glorious that is being accomplished in our times of suffering. It far exceeds the affliction we now face daily. And let me say it again, these hard times are working for us, not against us. Through them, we're intended to find a never-ending, glorious weight in the fullness of God. It is a far more weight than the heaviness of this life's afflictions. How does this happen? It comes, Paul says, by looking at the things that are unseen, the substance of our hope that is visible by faith. These things that will comprise the reward and renewing of the inward man are eternal. Our afflictions will cease, but they are the platform from which grows a faith for glory that will never cease. In fact, Paul says in Romans that our earthly suffering is not even worth comparing with the glory that shall be revealed in us. He says, by this we don't faint or cave in with grief, with depression, and despair when the body comes to its days of weakness. Our inward man is being renewed and restored and begins to take its rightful place of dominance over every earthly assault. And why? Paul says this is happening in light of the reality of the resurrection. He says, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with him. For this reason, we do not faint. The first disciples wondered at the news that he was risen from the dead. They couldn't believe it at first, though it had been told to them. They struggled with doubt and denial and fear, but the brutality of a dying body soon propelled them into a greater truth beyond the grave. Death has been conquered. Life is at work in you when the outward man is diminishing. Life is at work in you. Life is at work in you in a dimension greater than physical reality. This is a real and eternal life. Remember, if everything that is seen was made by the Word of God, then the Word of God is more trustworthy than everything that can be seen. Your courage to believe that and that He will raise you up just as He raised up Christ from the dead is releasing the authority of the throne of God to establish your future glory while you are still here. It's working for you. 
pointing your eyes upward, lifting your inward man higher and higher to behold the truth that there's greater than anything in this world. Just as all seeds die when planted, the earthly human seed must die before it sprouts, and so your inward man can therefore be fully clothed with all that was given you in Christ Jesus. Your earthly afflictions are designed to force you to look at what you can't see with your natural eye. They compel you to dare to step into the full reality that surrounds you in the dimensions by which this world was created. They all but demand that you search and find the truth about your existence and your destination. It's like your inward man is blinking its eyes of faith, shaking its head to clear away the fog, and is determined to allow the future hope to come into clear view. Listen, you're built to see further down the pathway of your life than your outward man can see. You have been built to see into the eternal, into the glory, and to behold your heavenly home and life. Look at the things that are not seen, for they will never fade away. You can unlock the presence of God in your life. There are revelation principles that remove the mountains, keeping us from joy, hope, peace and purpose when our world gets turned upside down. Look for these words that work with Pastor Hardica as he shares what has helped him when life got hard. And don't forget to check out his book, The Fortress and the Firebrand, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Thanks for listening to Life Journeys. Find new episodes every Wednesday and Saturday. And if you're new to this series, it begins with the September 16th episode. Did you know that you're built to see further down the pathway of your life than your outward man can see. Something eternally glorious is being accomplished in your time of suffering. These times work for us, not against us. When there is no earthly reason to have hope, pure faith can make its presence known.